hidden behind closed doors. This is Baby Movies. I'm Jason. And I'm Michael. Jason, what movie are we talking about today? Today we're going to discuss 1980s Alligator. One of my favorites. Michael, what are we going to drink? One of mine, too. We are drinking Crack That Wit, Wit Beer from Whittier Brewing Company. And they sponsored us. Excellent. So thank you guys so much. Wit Beers usually have orange peel coriander. Blue Moon, I guess, would be the most popular one. Allagash White is another one. It's great. They do a little twist on theirs. They add ginger. So it's ginger, coriander, and orange peel. This is tasty. I like this. This is. I think this was the, good. When I went out there, I think this was the first one I tasted on a hot day in the summertime. And I'll tell you, it's hot. I got. <laughs> I got to say this quick. When I was taking the picture of this for promotion, I was doing your driveway. I set it on a table, and I got down on one knee, and your driveway is freaking hot that's how the valley is oh dude i forgot i haven't been in the valley in a while and i'm like oh i'm don't miss it i don't miss that because i'm serious i think i got a first degree burn on my knee from your driveway it was crazy but no this is tasty and thank you guys whittier it was really nice cool little town i had never been there they're in an old bank downtown whittier if you go there i'm I'm gonna say this because i looked it up you know, finding out what was yeah. going on. It's, it's a historic building, so they're not allowed to have anything on the outside. So if you do go, it's there. It's in an old bank. Look it up online because you could just walk by it and go like, where is it? Where is it? But it's worth it. It's a cool little spot. Old Excellent. bank reminded me of back home a little bit because you have a lot older buildings. Yeah. So Tasty Beer, they're doing some oh, really yeah. nice stuff. It's a cool spot. There's a place to eat in this little, I don't know how to describe those areas. It's like a food court, but yeah. it's like a nice food court. Because there's a brewery, the yeah. winery, some places to grab food, and you can hang out. So that's good. Thank you guys. And um, why this... did you choose this beer? How oh, this beer okay. Here's the connection. I try to make a connection. So crack that wit, right? Crack that wit reminds me of Whip It, the Devo song. Just crack came out 1980. 1980, buddy. <laughs> Absolutely. So there, and this came out in '80. And I will say, I have to say, this is one of my favorite movies too. Yeah. And when you told me. Uh, hey, we're going to do Alligator. I said, well, I have to take Alligator off my list because, of course, <laughs> I remember that on both of our lists. So I guess we got Louis Teague directing, John Sales writing. John Sales, dig this. I own The Howling. I listened to the commentary with Joe Dante. Found out John Sales was writing The Howling and Alligator at the same time. And Joe Dante said they were kind of, they'd check on him and go like, are you working on our script or Alligator? Is he giving all the good stuff to Alligator? There's dream sequences in both involving the protagonist. Uh, Louis Teague did just a little thing. He did Cat's Eye yep. and Cujo. Yep. Two Stephen King pictures. Robert Forster, Henry Silva, Kane Hodder, best known for playing Jason. And I'm so sorry, I, the guy's name in Hatchet. The bad guy yeah. in Hatchet, which is a great. Have you ever seen Hatchet? I have not seen Hatchet. That movie is, is insane. It's so much fun. <laughs> but he's a he's like stunt man. Yeah. Did a lot of stunts, but he does the alligator. He's uncredited, and we talked about where he comes in. Like, is he holding the fake alligator head? Not really sure. Because this is like Jaws, where they built this alligator and they had a tremendous amount of problems with their this special effect. <laughs> Absolutely. So, and they did a good job though. They did because they're using a live alligator at times, yeah. doing scale. Yeah. So, and a little bit of trivia: Brian Cranston 
was a PA, started as a PA on this, and then got pulled into the special effects department. And this movie is supposed to take place, some people argue it's supposed to take place in Missouri, it's supposed to take place in Chicago. It is clearly all shot, and as a fan of the movie, it's a good movie, I've been to some of these locations, it's all Los Angeles. Dude, it's, it's, so, it's so Los Angeles. Cause I, Even or, MacArthur Park, where they're like, they're actually going after the alligator at one point. I'm like, that's MacArthur Park. I know Chicago. I grew yeah. up three hours west of I, that. I was going to say. And, and, <laughs> there's like no mountains anywhere near Chicago. But there are times they're driving and clearly in the background <laughs> out that window are these just big mountains. So... But yeah, or no, even they, those water treatment plants. I'm thinking like that's right on the coast. They're, these are the water treatment plants out like in Hyperion, like down like in Redondo yeah, Beach. It's, like, it's yeah. not, but it is supposed to be in Chicago. Yeah. But it's like let yourself go. Let yourself yeah. just be. And this is another example of a, a solid B movie. I think a lot of people might have seen it. It was like I think the USA Network used to play this all the time. It, it, it's a solid, well acted. It is. This is one of those Jason da- again dating ourselves. Yeah. I saw this when network television, there were like three networks. This was three yeah. networks and public television. That's what we got on the little aerial, the antenna we had outside the house. But they would show movies all the time. And that's where I saw this the first time. And I was, I oh, I loved it. Probably I was probably like eight. Lake Placid sort of riffs on this. I, I, Lake Placid is another salt, like a solid B, modern B movie. I'm a fan of Lake yeah, Placid. I, I agree. So, so But there I, is it, the guy getting pulled into the it, boat and it's half of him. It, that came from this. Yeah. Spoiler alert. This riffs on that urban myth of getting a baby alligator and I hope I don't say crocodile the whole time because it's it's an alligator and there is a difference. Crocodile is a different movie. We'll do yeah. that some other time. <laughs> and... After it grows too much, you're just going to flush it down a toilet and it ends up in the sewer and then it grows to a monstrous saw. Yes. <laughs> but Jason, it also riffs on that big 70s theme of nature running amok. Yeah. Nature revenge and, attacking from And our, our science doing yeah. like terrible things. Yeah. It used to be radiation, but now it's a company that is trying to, it's trying to mess Syn- with animals. Synthetic to, hormone to solve a food crisis. Food crisis. So yeah. it wants to make animals grow way bigger yeah. than they're supposed to, which is an odd way to solve the food crisis. I don't know. People, but it's an evil corporation. Slade Pharmaceuticals. Dean Jagger. Yes. And it, I, we, we had a discussion. Is it Jagger? Is it Jaeger? We just went with Jagger, like Mick Jagger, to keep it simple. He's the head of Slade, and he's fan. This might have been his last film. I think it is. And but he's fantastic. He's oh. just this ball. He's got great voice, almost like a Robert Loggia yeah. voice, where he's just like, "I'm gonna do this," and he's yeah. like, "I'm gonna don't worry, I'll put the fix in." I'll put the fix in. <laughs> so we start off this movie with a alligator farm, uh, like a roadside attraction. I grew up, there used to be an alligator farm in Buena Park, not far from here. People go and see alligators, crocodiles, reptiles, and it's a family watching an alligator presentation, and there's a mishap. And there's a young girl, Marissa, she's not bothered by it, and her parents end up buying her a small alligator to take home, which she names Ramon. It's strange because our hero is very fond of the artist Ramon Santiago, which is all over his apartment. <laughs> it is. And actually, Robert Forrester was friends with that artist. Oh, okay. I, I read this. He was friends with the actual artist, so that's why they have those posters. That's excellent. Yeah. And so, but I don't understand, why does the dad 
come home supposed to be in 1968 because, because you hear about the, the Chicago, Chicago riots. Yes, exactly. The, the, Democratic, not the, not the, the Democratic riots, convention. Yeah, the yeah, all that, which yeah. is go to go history. It's a fascinating story. And he comes home and he's irate and he's gonna flush that. Just the, angry. The he's alligator just, down the toilet. Jesus. I, I kept watching it over and over and I and I try to listen to what he's saying, like is there something specific, but it's just nothing. He's just a mean old man. Yeah. And he goes, I'll tell her I found it dead. So he flushes it down the toilet. Problem solved, right? We'll never have to hear about that alligator again. And this is a, a connection. I think some people on first viewings don't realize that when we when we introduce a Dr. Marissa Kendall later in the movie, that this is actually her. This is this it's, young girl. It's funny. That and therefore, that, that alligator, that it's assumed that this is her Ramon that was fleshed out. And the funny little tidbit, she never actually sees the alligator when it's big. Yeah. 12 years later, so yeah. 1980, crack that wit. Detective <laughs> David Madison, Robert Forrester, who does a fantastic he's great. job. You know, he's passed away. He's a great actor. I, I've always enjoyed anything that he's been in. Everything I'll like tell that. you right now, Brian Cranston did like a really touching, he, It's I know it's Twitter, yeah. so some people be like a touching tweet, whatever. But he did, when Forrester died, he put out a little thing, kind of a memory saying, you know, hey, he was really nice to me. He's like... Yeah. I thought that was sweet. But so he, he's, going he's to, getting he's, a dog. He's getting a dog for, I mean, how much? I wrote like $15.90 to buy a dog. I have a no idea. I have no idea what a dog costs. Oh, hundreds of dollars nowadays, if not thousands. Like if you're just getting a rescue dog, it's still going to be I, mean, I think if you go to the pound or get a rescue dog. Because this is a pet store. Yeah. And it's run by Sidney Lasik or Lasik. <laughs> Best known, he is Cheswick from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's yep. Nest. Nurse Ratchet. He's fantastic at that. And he's great. He's got a small role in this. He's he was had, also Miss, he's Mr. Fromm and Carrie. He generally creep, creepy guy. He also makes the first hair loss joke. Yeah. Because there's a <laughs> running bit. Because Robert Forrester has male pattern baldness. Yeah. He's got a bald spot. This is the first. I marked yeah. them. Did you? Robert Forrester. I think there's four total. Yeah. He mentions it like I have at one point I had the DVD where him and Louis T give commentary on this. And he mentions that. I mean, he literally was facing this issue and he thought it'd be a funny joke. Oh, John Sales is great like that. It's a satire. Yeah. It's kind of satirizing. Yeah. It satirizes government, corporations, yeah. satirizing us. Gutchell says, I, I understand you. And he's like, what? He's like, well, what's going on? He's like, I have the same thing. Yeah. Yes. And Madison makes a comment about, you know, a lot of a lot of pets go missing in this neighborhood. And Gutchell just remarks sort of, yeah, seems to be a thing. And we yeah. find out he goes out in the street. It's freaking hilarious because he, he just goes out in the middle of the day and he'll lure a dog over, put it in his truck, take it up to Slade Corporation and give them these animals to experiment on. And then Slave Pharmaceuticals also paying him to like cart the dead carcasses back Which, to dispose what of. What is I'm it like, in these movies, Jason? Cover your tracks, my friend. Well, <laughs> you're a huge multi-billion dollar yeah. corporation and you're hiring this yachts. Paid through the slush fund. You know it's trouble when slush fund is <laughs> mentioned. But they pay this guy to go, yeah, take this, I, I need puppies. And he goes, I got birds and I got lots of cats. And they go, no, we want puppies. And he just brought them a full-grown dog. So... After Forrester buys that dog, he gets a call and he's heading out to a water treatment facility because they found an arm. Not and just any arm, a working man's arm. A working arm. man's arm. He's got calluses. <laughs> <laughs> the coroner is kind of like every time he appears, he always has a funny joke. He's like, One time we found a big toe. And Robert Forrester's like, That must have been a small coffin. 
<laughs> exactly. There's uh, odd uh, little uh, humor uh, like that. It's that, John Sales. Yeah. I mean, when you think about yeah. John Sales, you think the the howling. It's like it's, just, it's well written. That's yeah. the thing. This is a well written. It's a damn good movie. Yeah. There's a, a major point right there because not only do they find arm, but he mentions like, hey, we found this lopsa opso, and it's interesting. All the organs were cut out, and it's larynx was removed, and a woman thinks it's her dog. Uh-huh. But like she used to put it in this little sweater, and the dog is four or five times bigger than it is when she had it. It's only been too much. It's like it's got all the right markings. Yeah. It's just way too big. Way too bigger. The, the larynx being cut, cut is an important thing. So now we're back to Getchell, and he is basically... Down in a, the sewers <laughs> slash storm drains, and he's just throwing garbage bags with dead animals, just it's, tossing them. And I don't know why he really cares that this one didn't go far enough. Exactly. You know, it's, it's like when I would like shoot hoops when I was a kid, and I'd be like, I gotta make my last free throw. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I missed it. And I have to keep shooting. Like He just went, oh, that bag didn't go quite far enough. I gotta go mess around. Meanwhile, we get gator cam all of yeah. a sudden. Oh, yeah. Because when he throws it into the water and splashes, we get a cut. We get our first eye. There's the gator. It's awake. Yeah. It goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. Here we go. I'm not going to have to eat these dead animals anymore. There's a live person here, bud. Woo! This is shot in L.A. River. And the other big giant animal movie that was shot in, a, in like similar L.A. River locations was them! Exclamation point. <laughs> That's a great movie. Giant ants, yes. Classic. So, Getchell... He gets eaten. He gets eaten right he, off. He gets got. Yeah. And he can't feel too bad for him. No, no. He's stealing dogs. He's stealing he's dogs. And, and selling he's them. slimy. To, that's gross. Yeah. Gross. I know animal experimentation goes on. I know they use animals to test things, but what the Slade Corporation is doing is gross. Yeah. Music sounds like Jaws. Oh, I, yes. I wrote that down. Total Jaws ripoff. <laughs> So, but his body's found, but this time they go, they make a point of saying, isn't the same as that working man's hand. These fingernails are clipped. Yeah. And they said, we found a shoe, we found a foot with the shoe on it. Lots of kitty litter. Yep. Of course, there can only be one place you can go in Chicago for yeah, this. Exactly. Because, you know, so Madison has to. I mean, he ends up immediately at Slade Pharmaceuticals. He puts something together really quickly. And he even mentions, like, hey, your animals here are kind of quiet. And the main, I think his name is Andrew Helms. Mm. Um, he ends up being um, Slade Pharmaceuticals, the owner of Slade you know, Pharmaceuticals. He's going to be my son-in-law. He's going to be my son-in-law. He says, oh, we um, cut their larynx to cut down on the barking. We're like, ooh, interesting. I don't want that job. <laughs> he, he asked him about, do you know a guy named Gutchell? No. No. We get our animals from... That would that would have to spook the guy. Yeah. yeah. You'd have to be spooked. you go, holy smokes, what's going on here? Yeah, because, I mean, he put that together. Clearly a good detective. So Helms goes to the head Slade Pharmaceutical, Slade himself, and he's like, listen. Um, and Slade's like, hey, you know, stop tap dancing. You got you got caught with your pants down. But you know what? We'll put the fix in. We'll get everything solved. Oh, you, hush, can, hush. you, you can totally tell this is the classic corporate bigwig. He's he's totally shaved head, bald. Damn big yellow glasses, journalism. Shit, uh, big glasses. And he's just like, he's just swaggering around. Like every room he walks into, he's like, I'm the biggest guy here. Yeah, yeah but it's great. He put the fix in. Yeah. Don't so, talk to any journalist. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> the journalist in this movie... They do not come across as being very good people. <laughs> when we meet one right now, because they do a press conference, they have Madison go out for some reason do a yeah. press conference because they're finding body parts yep. and such. They think there was a crazy murderer. The working man's hand he, was Edward Norton. 
which actually is a throwout to the Honeymooners when Jackie Gleason played a sewer sanitation worker. Exactly. There are Edward. a couple things <laughs> yeah. like that. There are some graffiti. Yep. Yep. There's, there are a couple of references. So Madison's doing this press conference, and this one reporter brings up St. Louis. Yeah. Like something went on in St. Louis with Madison, kind of how the press conference ends. Cause, yeah, because Madison gets up and he's like, I've had, I've had enough of this. And the chief, you know, this uh, plays against type. We're used to movies like from Lethal Weapon, even 21 Jump Street kind of makes fun of this, where your chief is always yelling at screaming you to solve the crime. And this chief, he really likes Madison, and he's very forgiving of him. I forgot to write down the actor's name. He was in The Godfather. Michael Gazzo. Yes. Gazzo. That voice. Great voice. He's like, Mike. And so Madison's like, I got to get down in these sewers yeah. slash storm drains. Yeah. And so he wants to go down there, but nobody wants to go with him because the, the St. Louis, Louis incident, which is a weird thing. He can't get a partner. Nobody's going to support this guy. And also there's the, the next hair loss joke is in this yeah. scene because he gets young Mr. Kelly is a young cop. It actually turns out to be a really Perry, good guy. Harry Lang or something, actor. I, I, I didn't write that one down. Yeah. Like that. But he's a young cop and he says, I'll go with you. And there's a whole odd scene with a bomb threat. Yeah. The only reason it's there is because later in the film you need the timer. But this Kelly guy, he's a young cop, and they go down into the sewers, and it's like you find out he's a really nice guy because Madison talks about He's like, you know, didn't you hear the story? You know, why'd you come with me? You know, nobody else wanted to. And Kelly goes, I don't listen to that locker room talk. But also he says, you know... You can't live forever. He might as well have had the red shirt. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Like, like red shirt guy, yeah, like, right Oh, there. Kelly. Every time oh. I watch the movie, I was like, Kelly, you should have... That wrong decision. Yes. Because he, he disappears and Madison's like, ah, you know. Because like, you do see Ramon's eye come up. I like them a lot, but they do terrify me. Yeah. Like if I was they, in... They don't make good pets. No, absolutely not. <laughs> and every time I hear about somebody getting attacked in Florida or something, I go... Don't you live there? I don't live there. And I know I know to stay away from that stuff. What are you doing, you goofball? Wally Gator really kind of made us at ease with the gator population. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Kelly has disappeared for a while, and Madison is freaking Getting out. a little panicky. Yeah. He's like, oh, man, I brought this kid down here. Yeah. And he's, Kelly, Kelly. Well, Kelly's playing a little prank because yeah. they do a shot. At, you think maybe the alligator is coming for yeah. Madison, but then it's just Kelly comes up and slaps him on the butt. Because there is a great shot where they're unrolling the map, and for a flash in the background, you see Ramon the gator with his mouth open in the background. <laughs> and I'm like, it's a terrifying shot. He's like, oh, my gosh, one of these guys is going to get it. This early in the movie. <laughs> and Kelly gets it. He does. <laughs> they, they Because they're cruising along and all of a sudden, boom, there's Ramon. There's and they Ramon. go, holy smokes, we got to run. They run, going up a storm drain. He can't get it quite open. Yeah. Kelly's below him. And then as he look it down, the gator gets him and he's holding just, the hand. That's one of the up. things I remember from being, yeah. when I was a kid. And it scared the hell out of me. Because yeah. he's looking and Kelly is just being pulled away. Off. Yeah. And you're like, ooh, I know what happened to him. Yeah. Got eaten by a gator. So Madison later on wakes up in a hospital to this bad dream. Um, He's being treated for shock. The chief comes in, and so does our reporter, Mr. Kemp, who's smoking in the hospital. You know, in the 80s, smoking was still like, it's just exercising your lungs. It's not bad for you. (laughs) They haven't quite... You know you're watching a movie from, you know, before like 1990 when people were smoking in a a hospital. Apparently he came out of that storm drain just yelling about an alligator. So they they want him to see a a shrink and and he's not having it. So he takes off with the chief and they're going to go investigate the leading authority. So this is the thing. It's the leading authority on 
alligator attacks or the leading authority on alligators. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Marissa Kendall. Yeah. Played by Robin, Robin Riker. Oh. Wait, Marissa. She's... She's gorgeous. There's another yeah. Marissa in this yeah, movie. Exactly. It was that little girl. She's a herpetologist. Yes. She's going, dude, there's no way gators can get that big. Couldn't even live in the sewer. And that's one of the things, I, because I've watched yeah. shows about the whole urban myth, and they said that environment is not for gators. Too toxic, too it, dark, yeah. not enough food. And my counter to that is, have you ever been to a swamp? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, swamps are Wally Gator taught us a lot. (laughs) He wants to borrow a book. He doesn't know it yet. He's always shocked that when he looks at that, it's the book they borrowed. It's her book. Like, she's on the back picture of it. And she goes, you can keep it. So when they're driving, he's like, that was a waste of time. And the chief goes, I didn't say she was normal. I said she had had the word on alligators, yeah. which is such a great like Chicago, New York guy. Like she has the word, yeah. and clearly the word out at the police precinct is that Madison was yelling about alligators, but it's not been released to the press yet. But so. also, Kemp is on the case, and he talks to the nurse. I thought they can't do this kind of crap. But he's talking to the nurse. He goes, so what's up with that uh, cop? And she starts spilling the beans yeah. about he did this and he, he did. Gets, she gets everything. Bunch, and I thought, whoa, isn't that an oath or something? Yeah. You can't do that. Talk about a patient. Yeah. He's like, oh, he was going on about alligators. It was the late 70s, early 80s, my friend. Yes. <laughs> Things but, were loosey-goosey back then. So this makes Kemp go. Kemp decides to go and see for himself. Investigative reporter, I'm going to go down the sewers myself by myself. With a camera. I think he's wearing white pants, too. Exactly. He's not wearing exploring (laughs) clothes. It's flashing back and forth because Masson, our detective, he's actually reading Dr. Kendall's book. And then Masson gets a phone call. Apparently, Kemp's disappeared, but they found his camera. Yeah, because when Kemp was getting killed, he had the courtesy to keep yeah. snapping pictures, which is not something I would do. I know. If they it, were like really clear, good pictures. I would probably be dead of a heart attack. I mean, Jason, imagine just a regular alligator. But now imagine an alligator that's like maybe 40 feet long. Yeah. I would probably have a heart attack. But he takes pictures, which is kind of good on you, buddy. Mass is slipping through the television, and he sees everybody now siding with him. Even Dr. Kendall says... It's probably an alligator. And so he's looking at maps trying to trace this. And it's the first example where, okay, we are trying to pretend this is Chicago, but no, we're not going to give any props. Like, we're not even going to get like a Westway or AAA map of Chicago. We're actually going to pull out a map of Los Angeles where you see it's the San Fernando Valley where you see Granada Hills. We're in Chicago. Yeah, exactly. We're in Chicago, Jason. Like Michigan. But they're invading the, the sewers now. Oh, yeah, SWAT. They, they get a flipping army, man. Yeah. It's SWAT. It's all sorts of people, and they just go in there banging their cowbells. Does the guy have a bazooka at one point? Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. It's like, this is full scale. <laughs> I just, I'd go, I don't want to be with bazooka guy. Yeah, exactly. We're underground, dude. You know, you blow some stuff up, you might kill us all. But they have a plan where they're going to drive the thing. It can only come out one area, which I don't know exactly how you figure that out. A right. city the size of Chicago... Beating like pots make it, or yeah, like they that. got pots and pans and more, a little more cowbell, yeah. but they're you know they do all this whole rigmarole where it's like it can only come out this place, but they end up coming out and the gator is gone. Yeah. This is to me is kind of where the movie really kicks into high gear because like gators down in the sewer, that's pretty cool. We've been waiting for this rascal to get above ground because this is kind of embarrassing to Madison. 
It's and embarrassing she, to everybody. And even and even Dr. Kendall shows up and she tries to apologize to him and make amends. He, he has nothing to do it. So the chief gets masked in a way because they're like, this is going to be a circus. This did not work out. Yeah, and you need to be gone. So they're driving through the streets of Chicago, which turns out it's actually third and Wall Street in downtown LA. A bunch of kids Chicago. playing Chicago. We went to kids playing stickball at night. We're going through the loop, Jason. You know? Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but this is it. The Gator, these kids are playing in the street, and they all of a sudden the ground's shaking and stuff, and the Gator comes through the flipping sidewalk. And this is a real Gator. This is when they do the scale thing. They use an actual alligator. And the kids are going, holy smoke, we got to go. So the one kid runs in. And then a cop comes and gets in a car accident. Yeah. And I like his mom. His mom's drinking Schlitz beer. And she's not paying. She's like, ah, he's running around saying he's playing a gator. <laughs> and she is the total absentee mom. Just drunk and angry. I can't believe I had this little brat. You know, his dad left. I think his dad's in Gary, Indiana now. You know, that jerk can stay away. But this thing's all hell's breaking loose. Poor yeah. cop gets got. I think that may be where Kane Hodder comes in because there's a shot where you're you're supposed to be kind of the gator's point of view. Yeah. So you just see kind of the front of its snout, snout kind of going back and forth. Which so is somebody you are flat shaped as opposed to more a narrow crocodile, which is V shaped. Yes, this is more of like the crocodile, yeah. and then you do the three, that's the gator. There you yes, go. absolutely. Oh, I know. I know, but I also know either one of them will eat you. Yeah, exactly. And I ain't going to take the time to go, oh, no, I'm being eaten by an alligator. I'm being eaten by a crocodile. I'm just going to go, ah. So the police are in full force. Dr. Kendall shows up. Um, her she gets a foot cast, and that yeah. thing's huge. She goes, holy crap, yeah. this thing... 30 to 40 feet long. <laughs> yeah, they're at MacArthur Park now, and people are selling Alexander the Alligator memorabilia. I think I think they're in Grant Park in Chicago. <laughs> but this is great. This is when like your suspicion of disbelief has to kick in because all of a sudden, Henry Silva shows up as Colonel Brock. Henry Silva, we know him from a previous episode. Uh, Johnny Cool. Yeah, go back he, and check it out. The mayor called this guy, came in, and said, you're in charge of everything. <laughs> And I'm like, is that how it works? I know the mayor has a lot of power, but can you just say, here's this guy who likes to hunt big game. He's in charge now. The television reporter, um, I think the actress' name is Sue Lyon, is interviewing Colonel Brock, and he's trying to flirt with her. And he's tra- he's giving like alligator mating calls. Yeah, <laughs> that is that is so that is so awesome filmmaking right there this movie is worth just that oh scene right well be, there. well because he is it's like we we talked about it in kingdom of the spiders <laughs> but it's like he's wildly inappropriate oh yeah well, he is really he's like you're quite pretty you know yeah, <laughs> like, for a girl. He's, being all, he's, he's just being all henry silva and madison says i ain't working with this clown yeah. and he says he wants marissa he's we're gonna run our own parallel investigation tracking this rascal down and jason she's a herptologist she studies reptiles, reptiles and amphibians yeah. but for some reason she's been doing studies on the lasso outsell. I found that a little interesting, but it gives us information. She's found there's something wrong with this lasso outsell. I'm yeah. finding stuff in the blood and it's weird and it would like just make, you know, make it grow fast and give it insatiable hunger. She's like there's something wrong here. Maybe that could is- it be that the alligator <laughs> is eating? <laughs> I do know little biology, very little, but usually things that impact Mammals don't necessarily impact reptiles. Yeah. But, but let's run with it. But I like the fact that 
this is trying to be realistic because she's just a university scientist. She's sometimes teaching classes like, I don't have time for this. She's not trying to say, we need to, like a lot of sci-fi horror movies are like, we need to like save this animal. We need to save. She's like, well, I guess I could look at the gator autopsy eventually. <laughs> like, yeah. She's like, you know, nonplussed, like eventually we'll just have to kill this. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll take a look at that and I'll do my like, my research at that point. There's no capture. And, and I'm like, that is a really realistic approach as opposed to these like, we need to save this species. Yes. Like that. We need to study it and catch, yeah. we need to catch the 40 foot alligator and yeah. study it. It's no, there's no capture. This leads up to one of my favorite parts of the movie. One of the things that freaked me out as a kid is we get the shot of the gator going into the pool. We are back at Slade Pharmaceutical. So they keep focusing on Slade. And this is where Madison opens his mouth and he gets fired. Slade makes a call to the mayor. Mayor makes a call to the chief. Like, from the drive leaving Slade Pharmaceuticals back to work, Madison's been fired. He walks in and his, the chief goes, I'm sorry, Matt, David. I'm it's sorry. out of my hands. It's out of my hands. And I kept thinking, well, isn't there a union? Then Madison goes to empty his locker. He decides, before I leave, I'm going to take some... Like, they go into the evidence room. Evidence room. And this is funny because you're like, bomb timer. I'm going to take that. And then, like, just, like, sticks of dynamite. I don't think you stored dynamite. Old-timey dynamite. (laughs) The old-timey taped-together dynamite you see in the the westerns. And my understanding is that that sweats over time, and you just wouldn't want to store that in a facility where it's like, oh, we got some dynamite back there. Go ahead and grab it. Well, you know, I also think if you're fired, why are you going to evidence? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. He's going to sort this out. And he goes and bothers Dr. Kendall in the middle of her class, and he's trying to waver. I think that's funny. She's teaching a class clearly at the graduate level and he's like hey hey come here come here come here i need to talk to you about helping me kill this alligator yeah i just got fired so i'm gonna go do some day drinking i'm gonna go to a tiki bar <laughs> no he wants to go set a bomb off in, yeah. in the sewers where it's methane earlier we found yeah. out there's lots of methane because the he and kelly had to have a mask they put it on that set us up for something coming because when they blow it up it's like gonna ignite the methane yeah. too so then I, they're at Slade Mansion, right? Yeah, because they're that quick because the mayor's there and he's all he's all worried about something. And Slade's setting up for a wedding. Yeah, and we learned that really skeevy research scientist is going to be his son-in-law. Yeah, and the mayor's getting worried about stuff, and Slade is just going, "Ah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it." And the mayor, he's like, "Well, if they trace it back to the company," and Slade's like, "Well, if they do that, you'd be out of a job." Yeah. <laughs> what? I have to tell a story about that Slade party. You drive out from California, Las Vegas. You're going to hit a mid-stop at a little city called Yermo, where Calico is. And there is a roadside attraction. It's a rest. It's a greasy spoon. People stop at all the time called Peggy Sue's. And I've stopped there before. When you walk in the foyer, there's all these, like, memorabilia on the wall. And there's a poster of behind-the-scenes shots of alligator. And it always, I'm like... Why do they have this at Peggy Sue's? Why? And doing this episode, I find like, I have to address that question because I've taken a picture. We'll share on Instagram. And it turns out is that Peggy, one of the owners of the restaurant, she was a extra actor and she was actually at that scene and took the picture. So when yeah, all hell breaks loose. all hell breaks loose. <laughs> that's pretty cool. That would have been a fun shoot to be on. Yeah. That's probably one of the worst weddings ever. But now or get, the best. Or the best. If, if I got away from that one, I go, I'm going to remember. I yeah. forget a lot of weddings. Yeah. This one I'm going to remember. Yeah. The time that the 40-foot alligator 
was seeking revenge on Slade because again we have we have an animal that seems to be able to think because it's tracking down the person yeah. that made it. You shake your head like it's bad. I think it's pretty awesome. We get to the next scene that's probably one of the most controversial scenes in this movie. People sometimes really, they don't like it. There's a Halloween party, I guess, or a kid's dress-up party. It's some party, but these kids are dressed as pirates, and they're going to make a kid walk the plank. And you remember I said, we showed the alligator <laughs> slink into a pool. The walk in the plank is taking them out on the, on the diving board. And this is one of the ones that, when I was a kid, just scared. And the people hell are out. bothered by this scene because you don't. I love it. You do not day, kill you do, kids. You don't not kill kids. Well, I think it's movies. great. That's one of the things yeah. I love about yeah. it is they make him walk the plank, and he peeks from under the blindfold, and he sees this. <laughs> he sees remote jaw open. Holy crap! And they shove him in, and freaking thing <laughs> eats him whole. And the kids go, "Oh, there's a bunch of blood!" And they go, "Ah, mom, mom." <laughs> And people, that's still a scene today that people remember from this movie if they saw it as a kid. They're really bothered by that scene. Cheers again. Cheers again. Crack that wit after the kid getting eaten in the pool. Because that stuck with me as a kid too where I'm like, oh my gosh. And like after that we need a drink. And what we're drinking is crack that wit. We got a crawler of it. It has that bank building on it. I like the branding is great. This The branding fits the old building that it's in. It's got kind of an old-timey script. This is tasting really good. Yeah. I, I could get friendly with yeah. a, a good amount of this. Like, yeah. the ginger isn't overwhelming. Yeah. When I brought this in, I said, do you like ginger? And he, as soon as I said that, I went, <laughs> oh, crap, Jason doesn't like ginger. And he doesn't. But it's just enough where it gives its flavor. I, I like the coriander. I like the, the citrus notes and everything like yep. that. I the think that's orange really good peel. Because yep. I, I used to, I worked at a brewery years, many lifetimes ago. And they did a wit beer, and I had to clean after it. And there would be just a giant cheesecloth bag, giant, really big, with coriander and orange peel that you'd have to pull out. And I'd clean the whole system. Hey, coriander's supposed to be really healthy for you, too. So, I mean, we're doing good for ourselves. Exactly. You know. But thanks again, Whittier. We get, it was you know, great fun. It was a great spot to hit. Take a bunch of supplements or drink this. I'm happier when I do this. If I take the supplements, <laughs> I just think, where's my food? But, yeah, thanks a lot, guys. It was Thank you. It's a damn tasty beer. I'm glad you like it. I was a little worried. I went, oh, no, I'm going to have to drink the whole crawler by myself. <laughs> Jason's only going to have a little splash because he hates ginger. <laughs> I'm glad that you didn't oh, make, I do. didn't make really me do that. Yeah. <laughs> and I like, the, I like the fact that they're doing a whip beer. You know, once again, and we repeat ourselves, I enjoy breweries who are willing to say, you know, we're going to try something. We're going to try a Kolsch. We're going to try a stout rather than go in and say, okay, we have 12 beers and they're all IPAs. I like IPA. I, I like them. I like IPA. Yeah, but I like beer. Yeah. I don't like beer because I like IPAs. I like IPAs because I, I like beer. Exactly. So it's like I, a Venn diagram. Yes, exactly. So when I go in, I saw, that's I think it was, I, I, was, I went with a friend and I do believe the wit, and it was the ginger. I think I went, huh, I got to taste that. I believe it was the first thing I tried. They had a great variety of beers, too. It was it was a lot of fun. Another one of their beers might show up on our podcast at some point. Excellent. Who knows? So, anyway. so after the kid, this scene is more uncomfortable to me than the kid scene because Colonel Brock buys beer for some young African-American kids, and then he wants to hire them to help them. And there are all these like uncomfortable references to like the jungle 
And oh, you're the chieftain. And it's this very like great white hunter. It just made me a little uncomfortable because there were these insinuations. Yeah, yeah. He said, these are supposed to be my native guy. Yes. Yeah. That made me squirm a little more than the kid getting eaten yeah. by an alligator, which might tell you something yeah. about me. But He pays from $10 each plus a six-pack of Schlitz beer. But the head chieftain said, I get 20 Yeah. They take him down to some alley. Booger alley. If you look at close, it says Wall Street. It's in downtown LA. I think it's in what's considered like... No, it's Booger Alley. Everybody knows Booger Alley in Chicago. (laughs) He's going down there. They hear, they're like, something's down there. And they kind of hear a roar, which is great. The kids don't want to go. And he's like, no backbone. And so one of them goes with them. And he's like going through. And it's great because the alligator sort of lures him. Yeah. (laughs) You see the shadow of the alligator luring him deeper into... Another thing that really stuck in my eight-year-old mind whenever I saw this, seven, eight years old, he goes down, the alligator somehow camouflages itself and then jumps him and starts eating him. And the kid, I I have to give the kid credit, he picks up the rifle and tries to Yeah. He's going to shoot it. But Henry Silva being chomped by this big animatronic alligator, he's just screaming. He's like, oh, no. (laughs) Either Chicago is really just full of litter at the time or downtown LA is because everywhere they go just like stack full of litter and trash. this is what it is it's gross <laughs> everything's gross we have that scene this very graphic scene going after it, and then we have kind of a romance scene where Madison and Marissa they're trying to get together and Chinese food they're doing same yeah. side sitting well I like the fact that they basically he says you know I'm really uncomfortable because I don't want to go out to eat and then say, okay, are we going to sleep together afterwards? I'd like to know if we're going to sleep together now because it would set me at ease. And she kisses him and he's like, can I take that as a yes? Yes. He's like, yeah. It's a good move. Yeah. I, I, no, no. That's an interesting move, they have the They have the meal afterwards. Yeah. And the police walk in. And, and they say, hey, too bad. It's too bad about you getting fired. Yeah. And, he, and he said, oh, I thought you'd be out there with the great white hunter or whatever. And they're like, no. We're sweeping his guts up. Yeah. And they have this new couple because in a romance movie you have to have like the established relationship. It's very, this then is the very breakup. Strange. This is very strange because somehow isn't that this makes him Brock getting eaten gets makes him really angry and he's rude to her because he says like don't understand me that fast and she gets up you know she's put off by this and she throws her money she's gonna pay half her meal. And he's like, yeah, go home to your mother. Really mean. Yeah. That made me dislike him. Yeah. Because I don't know why he got so upset in that moment. It was like just weak on his part. Yeah. But then the dream, which again, Joe Dante said there was a dream sequence in this and a dream sequence in, in The Howling. He's dreaming about watching. He's holding Kelly's hand, trying to pull him up as the alligator pulls him away. That's a pretty horrible thing to live with. And so he realized he did a bad thing. So he goes over to Marissa's house because he basically got invited to the house and is trying to apologize. He's having a conversation with Marissa's mom. Who's, a, who's, who's an odd duck. She's like, I give the evil eye. Which, which eye is my evil eye? Then she's talking about how, tell the story about the alligator. She does. She had one and her dad, who, her dad was a real angry guy and like threw it away and told her it was dead. And then Marissa comes out and he apologizes hmm. to her from his bad behavior and all is forgiven. And they decide like, we need to go and hunt this alligator now. The gator has been spotted. They I mean, just, that's clearly like at Long Beach but, data point. But they send these boats out. These guys just open fire all over I the know, place. I'm they, like, that's dangerous. <laughs> totally. And of course the gator like tricks them and well, then ends up wiping one of the boats out. Well, the boat is like, 
10 feet long, right? 10, 12 feet is a small... Lo- and, and we already know this alligator is like 40 feet at this time. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know if you want to go after a giant beast in a small little boat like that because it literally... No. What you do is you get a helicopter yeah. to hover over the lake. And you drop dynamite Just into the lake. drop it deep, <laughs> blow it up, you know? Because it does. It makes one of the boats flip. And I'll tell you, if the guy's going, get me out of here, get me out of here. And he swims that up one to- guy couldn't swim. He was swimming so slow. I'm like, I just need to be faster than that guy. And I'm not going to get taken by this gator. <laughs> pulling him into the boat. And the gator gets him. And they're pulling, pulling. And all of a sudden they pull him and like his legs are gone. Yeah. And that Lake Placid does take exactly, exactly from... And I know they probably did it on purpose. Bill Pullman's the, the lead actor. Yeah. And Betty White's in it too. Betty White swearing. Then, just swearing like a, a good, sailor. It's a good... Like teaming up with this movie. It's a good solid movie. I, I like that. Yeah, I am a fan yeah. of that movie. Madison shows up and he goes, It's headed it's for Slade Mansion. <laughs> That's the only thing out this way. It's Slade Mansion. And then we're at the party and Slade is t- telling this... He's talking to a really pretty lady. Uh, redhead. She's really lovely, and he's telling her about how he's he's grilling steaks, and he's with hickory, hickory, hickory. And the mayor is just such a suck up. He's that sad oh. suck, and he's like, "Huh? Oh, hickory, huh?" And Slade keeps looking over and just giving him an odd he's look. Like, Dude, like, you yeah, ruin the vibe. Like, here. like again, yeah. you again, and yeah. he's like, "Oh, oh hickory, soaking, huh?" Huh? Yeah. Then, yeah. and it's just a great little moment. It's like again, John Sayles wrote a great yeah. script. You, this movie would not work. If John Sayles didn't write great characters and dialogue. Exactly. As that's going on, a freaking 40-foot alligator <laughs> smells it. Up. It's great because they, you, they show the smoke going into the yeah. bushes as if the gator's going, ooh, hickory, ooh. hickory smoked steak. That's don't don't mind if I do. <laughs> and it doesn't. All hell breaks loose. This hoity-toity. Like, really, like, that tail of that alligator is Throwing people it's all over chomping the place. people, smacking people. People are jumping. There's one stunt I keep looking at where a guy jumps into the pool and he jumps and it's at an angle like his head comes very close to banging the side of the pool. It's super close. I think it kills the son-in-law, the future son-in-law. Yeah, the bride spared. But it, the, yes, the but what's dead. really awesome is Slade goes to his limo and locks it and won't let the mayor in. <laughs> The mayor gets chopped. This is another thing that really stood out to me when I from when I saw it as a kid was the gator comes and it's tr- it's going after yeah. Slade. The mayor doesn't just run. No, he keeps going. Ah, ah like, Slade, let me, let me in. in. And Slade's looking at him. No, not gonna yeah. let you in. The gator gets the mayor, kills him, and then just bashes the car in yeah. on Slade and crushes him. It knows, yeah. Jason. Yeah. It's getting revenge. Yes. You made me a monster. It's a Frankenstein type deal. Yeah. You made me a monster. I'm going to destroy you now. And Madison and Marissa show up just as the alligator Ramon is And the doorman is great because (laughs) he's like, oh, alligator, I've got a clown and I've got a magician. (laughs) So Madison pulls Great little bits of humor. That's the thing. There's so many great little bits of humor in this. So they find that Ramon the alligator went back in the store dreams. And so... Now, which is, I think they shot Greece where that was. <laughs> no, the LA River has been a prime film. Oh, it's huge. It's, it's great because like you can drive up at it on those slanted, the you slanted used to be able banks. To walk. Before, I just still think it's funny that they call it a river. The Sixth Street Bridge just reopened this weekend. 
And when they were demolishing the 6th Street Bridge, they prevented you from going. You used to be able to go through the 4th Street, and you'd be able to walk out. I've walked out in the river. There was nothing barred you from just walking straight out there. Now it's a little more difficult, but it, anyway, we're reaching the climax of the movie. Because they find out, they go, oh, it went this way. It, went, it took a left down into the storm drain. So Madison gets a mask. He's going in. Because they had found a nest. Yep. They they had found a nest earlier. And Marissa said, if it's going to come back to its nest. So they said, we know where it's going. Madison remembers methane's down there. You know what, Jason? Methane's flammable. So they have a plan. Going to go in. Go where it goes. Kill it. Go up this storm drain. Make sure. You got one job. Make sure this storm drain manhole. Yeah. Big manhole. Make sure it's not. It's yeah. open. It's not. It's it's so not. There's a park on it, and of course he gets down there and he gets into a fight with the gator. <laughs> he gets smacked by the tail, and he he's not okay. But he survives. Yeah, and he his mask comes off, but he's okay, and he gets the it gets everything set, and he goes up and pushing on the manhole yeah. cover. There's of course there's a garbage truck, yeah, and there's just a an old bitty is what I call her. She's just a, a mean old lady. She's parked on the manhole cover. And Marissa's telling her, you know, dude, you got to move. She's like, I can't, I can't. Yeah. And so Marissa says, fine, I'm getting in the car. I'm going to move your yeah. damn car. Time's ticking away, bud. And she saves the day. It's very much a Jaws ending. Detective Madison gets out of the manhole cover. Just in time. Just in time. Gets away. Everything blows up. We see Brian Cranston. This is where Brian Cranston worked <laughs> on the explosion scene, the guts. I've been to that manhole cover. <laughs> I tracked it down. It's in Culver City. That Helms Bakery, you could see that Art Deco building in the background. Oh, that's interesting. That's it. Oh, we will share some of the pictures up on our Instagram. So but that's not the real end, is it, Michael? No. The chief comes and he's less than sympathetic. Yeah. And the last balding jokes, the fourth balding joke, <laughs> because they talk about setting the chief up yeah. with her mom and then. Marissa makes a crack about, you know, well, and like, you know, thinning hair men or something. It must be a thing. So it's like the fourth, the fourth yeah. and final balding joke. But then, Jason, we go back to the sewer. Some of those eggs hatched. There. A little baby alligator <laughs> pops out of nowhere. And that begs what... a lot of questions. How did the gator get pregnant? But it's a baby, another baby alligator. Yeah. So, damn it, man, 1982, we better have a sequel. They didn't do one until like 91 and it had nothing to do with this one. Alligator 2, colon, the mutation. (laughs) It's already mutated. God, people. That is not a good movie. I look at that as like I look at Highlander 2. Never saw it, so I can say it doesn't exist. It's not canon. Lake Placid is more canon than this. It doesn't exist to me. So this one does. Highlander does. Highlander is a great movie. Would you recommend this movie? Oh, God, absolutely. This is a clever, funny, scary movie. I know there will be people who look at it and go, oh, the effects or whatever. But, you know, get over yourself. It's a good movie. Yeah. Solidly directed. Oh, absolutely. Like, this is one of my favorite movies. I mean, I'd say at least every other year, if not every year, I I pull it out and I share it with someone. The last person I share it with my... I can't believe my dad had never seen this movie. Oh, this is right up your dad's alley. Considering, you know, he took you to Phantasm. exactly. John Sayles wrote a fantastic script. The characters are well-written. The acting is really well done. Feel yourself pulling for the lead. You laugh when the bad guy gets it. It's absurd. And Jason, it has like a 40-foot alligator. Yeah. Loose in Chicago. Yes. Slash Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's... There's some From great... Pasadena to Culver City, the there, alligator's going everywhere. There's... there's Yeah, there's, there's some great fun. One of those movies that knows its pace, knows what it needs to do, 
gets in and gets out. There was a lot of these nature revenge movies that were made during this time period that are bad, but there's plenty that are really good, and this is one of them. I think they knew, they realized, like, weirdly we were doing Jaws with the alligator, but we're going to make this script smart. We're going to get some good actors in here for a B-movie, and we're going to do something that... We're not well going, done. We're not going for the sweeping scope yeah. that Spielberg did. Yeah, I think John Sayles probably started started with Jaws with an alligator. Yep. Okay. Exactly. Where do I go from there? I'm I'm gonna make it a little funnier, a little tongue in cheek. Not take ourselves too seriously. Great movie. Great beer, dude. Crack that wit. I wish I had more to cheers with. I we dusted it. We finished it off. Well done. This is really tasty. Thank Again, you. It, it's often yeah. Thank you so much, Whittier. Um. The wit beer, I'm like, I'm very, can be very specific. I'm like, I asked to be this. The addition of the ginger wins. It yeah. really, it won me over. I said, well done. This is, this is good. And their other stuff is great. If you get out to that area, it's a cool little town, but also um, a lot of movies have been shot there. Yeah. So if you're doing like an LA type tour, yeah. you can go there and then look up. Masters of the universe. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of stuff has been shot there. So it's like a, you could fold in a couple of tours. Yeah. So if you got somebody who's not really into beer or something, you go, hey, we're going to go check out where this was shot. And they go, oh, look, there's a brewery. Yeah. Hocus Pocus. And there's food. So it's great. It's win a, win. It's a fun place. And the beer is fantastic. Really tasty stuff. I think that about wraps this one up. Right? All right. Yeah. Please like, subscribe, and comment wherever you listen. Follow us on Instagram. Facebook, and Twitter. And check out our website. This is Beer and Movies. I'm Jason. And I'm Michael.